Well, good afternoon. Hey, what's going on? You're on with Big J. You're on with our YouTube channel and our podcast. Don't forget you can find us anywhere. Just Google Big J. Let's talk. We're everywhere as far as social media is concerned and growing. We are excited. We are in 49 countries with our podcast, and we have viewers from all around and listeners from all around the world. We want to thank those who have subscribed to our YouTube channel. You are doing an amazing job in support of what we're trying to do here, and that's bring sports news and information. We are excited. Yeah, today's narrative, I have to deal with this. I was going to go in a different direction, but when I was looking at the news and I was looking at the sports ticker, it just keeps sticking out at me. I don't know why, but it just does. And you know what? I'll be right back in about two minutes. Stay tuned. continue we want to ask you to do us a favor if you're on youtube make sure that you subscribe to the channel right now i'll show you how to do that that red button that says subscribe all you have to do is just click your mouse or click your phone with that and you're part of our channel and we appreciate you for doing that right now so we say thank you again also go over to your right there's a button icon there hit that icon and that icon will notify you when we upload content it's just like watching a tv station or your favorite show that comes on television. But here, it's on YouTube. Also, do us a favor. The algorithm likes that you are part of what we're doing. Go down and hit that uh, that like button. Smash that like button. Also, leave a comment because the algorithm also needs to understand whether you like the content or you don't like the content. We're not upset if you don't. It's a part of what we're doing to develop and get better. So do us that favor, will you? So let's get into today's narrative. As you can see on the thumbnail, we want to talk about Leangelo Ball. And how did this kid end up in Charlotte Hornets Summer League? It's kind of weird that other teams gave him opportunities and it didn't happen now. He's even got as far as will play on the Hornets summer league team. Um, this young man kind of, kind of I, I'm going to say it the way I feel it. If you can correct me, that's good. I appreciate it. I appreciate AB the hero and others who are connected to the ball family because I know they will tell me the truth if I'm wrong and if I'm out of bounds. But uh, go by and go by and subscribe at AB the Heroes page. Also, one of my good guys, one of my friends, Lamont at FYF Sports Debate. Go by and subscribe to his channel. That brother has content that's real. And if you feel that you know something and you want to have a debate, that's the channel to go by. And that's FYF Sports Debate. Shout out, salute, Lamont. Also, let me say this right here too. Look. It was like LeVar Ball had some things planned and the narrative got broken somehow. And I know you know what I feel because as a parent, sometimes we plan things for our children or we plan things that we want them to happen or do for their future. And they make sometimes idiotic mistakes and the mistakes they make sometimes can have a lasting effect. But yes, they will overcome it. Things will get better based on the vision of the narrative. So what kind of mistakes are we talking about? 
Well, in this young man's case, it was a pair of glasses, sunglasses, sunglasses. As we go through our narrative today, you're going to see that everything was set up for these young men to be successful. It wasn't really about the sunglasses or the shades themselves. It was about that the narrative of these individuals, their father was not liked by old media. So what they did, they took something as small as a pair of sunglasses to punish him through his children. How dare you? And then you want to have him come on your shows and talk to him now? <laughs> Let me get back to the narrative and get off of that. Look at LaMelo. Doesn't he just look goofy? <laughs> look how LiAngelo's looking at him. He's just looking at him. At this time right here on our timeline, the dad takes both of his sons out of Chino Hills and he takes them to sign pro contracts in Lithuania. <laughs> it's just like, who knew that LaMelo would be where he is right now? By just looking at this picture, who knew? I didn't. All right, so let me show you what goes on next. It's so funny. Um, before that happens, or after it happens, that's why I say help me out. My timeline is somewhat some suspect, but I'm trying. Uh, Leandro, Leandro ends up at UCLA. All right? Now, watch this. The dad had it all set, and all the brothers were already signed to play with UCLA because of what Lonzo did. LaMelo was signed, and also, you see, Leangelo here in his uniform. They were all set to play at UCLA. And what the father did, he did because he predicted things that all his sons would play in the NBA one day together. He had everything outlined how it should happen. It didn't happen. All right, so he takes them over to Lithuania. Um, that doesn't work. So they come back and they start the JBA. But in the process of the JBA, they end up, um, Leangelo and um, LaMelo playing um, for the JBA USA team. All right. And as you notice, these boys are starting to grow. Now we go from the goofy kid LaMelo to the male LaMelo, the man who's now becoming ball dominant with his brother in the JBA. All right. But I want you to consider something real close here. Over to my right, it says neck, next step. Everything is always the next step. You have to understand that. It was never for them to be in one place for a period of time until that last step was reached. Next step. All right, so let's see how we're going to get here. Within that time, Leandro comes back. And I believe because of Lonzo and his stardom at first with the Lakers, when they selected him, they're going to give Jello an opportunity. But knowing that they were going to trade Lonzo, um, that didn't pan out. Neither did it work out. So we kind of see Jello going through the draft process, not getting draft. He was very discouraged. You can see the anguish in his face. At times he said he's tired and, and doesn't care if he never plays basketball. Hey, how many times have you made a statement because something didn't work out, but that wasn't the true intent of your heart? Well, lo and below, in the midst of all that, uh, LaMelo comes back. He says, Dad, I want to go back to high school. He goes to Spire Institute in um, Ohio. And this is where we see a major change in this young man's life. At Spire in Institute, under Coach J.J. Jermaine, he began to flourish. You can just see that everything that LaVar put him was in him was being unlocked and opened now. 
He's a whole different player. He has individuals around him to where his abilities are being shown. And the funny thing is, old media still didn't want to respect his family or his game. You got to be cautious sometimes of who you listen to and what they say in your ears because their ears are a gateway or are gateways to confusion. It's very critical that you have and you are surrounded by the right people. His father did the right thing with Coach Jermaine Jackson. He put him in the right situation to win. But you say, where's where's Leangelo? Somewhere getting his ankle fixed and getting right again. Sometimes you have to do things to make things better. But then after all that's over, we know what happens. LaMelo, after he's done with high school, goes on TV and say, I'm taking my skills to Australia. Now, in Australia, he was loved. At first, everything was great. It was good. You, can, you knew that there was a possibility he would be the star of that league for a while. Well, that was not LaMelo's goal. LaMelo said he got injured, which he could have, and he only played 12 games. But he won the Rookie of the Year and other awards, okay? Now, during that course of time, Leangelo goes to Australia. And he's in Australia with LaMelo, hoping to make the team, the Hawks. It never happened, for whatever reason. Even when they tried um, to buy the team, there was some confusion, and they didn't let um, Jermaine and LaMelo outright buy the team. So that wasn't the right situation for Jello or LaMelo. Yet he's respected. His LaMelo's jersey, I believe, is number two or number one worldwide, internationally. But yet that wasn't the place of the time for these two brothers to come back together. All right. Then what we have years later, we have Jello in Detroit. Somewhere along the line, I believe there was an agreement made that had to be broken because there's no way you bring a player into camp and treat them as they treated this young man. So something went south or they had expectations that all the brothers would play on their team and they look down, down the line and they see that it wasn't going to happen. So something happened and it stopped the whole thing. They wouldn't even show um, Jello's practices and those tapes no one have. They wouldn't even show his workout. When he came to the game, he said on the bench. Now this is preseason. Preseason. All the hype they did, media hype, everything. And he never touched the floor. This is not to mention before that, he goes down and plays in the Oklahoma City. I believe it wasn't a G League, but it was one of their other programs. And the same thing happened. It was good. It sounded good. But then something happened to where he never touched the floor. It's like he has a curse or something on him to where individuals don't want to give him a chance. But when we listen to the father, we find out some things. And there is a paradox of truth when, within this understanding. The old media will use anything negative against one individual who should be a star that they don't like. And what is that one thing? <laughs> a, pair, a pair of shades. Again, how dare you? And now all of you want to sit back and reap the glory from interviews with him. That's why I love when he did the interview with TNT and they made Charles Barkley 
interview him. And LaMelo called all the great players that his dad showed him growing up. And he never said Charles Barkley's name. And he says, my dad was the greatest influence. You had to eat crow. I hope you hear this. But I want to play something for you. So you'll understand that the narrative happened way before we got to Charlotte. So you want to know how Charlotte is giving him a chance? You're looking at it on the screen. I'm going to show you some intangibles in a minute that blow you out the water. Don't go anywhere. Check this out. It's just like uh, they like phones, like I told you. You keep making one phone better than the next one. You don't make the one, this one will be good, but you learn the stuff from this one to put on this one. Right. Now, Melo, this is what I say. I, I mean, Lonzo, I need him, the oldest, to lead the team. He right. Do this. That's why he rebounds so good, because he played as my big man and my best guard. But right. I cannot have him playing defense on the best player. He's going to get tired. So right. what? I put Melo and Jello to double team the best player on every team. Uh, that's why I had them at the top of the press to let them do all the pressing and chasing people. Okay, now, Lonzo's a facilitator. He can do his thing. He can score. Lonzo, but Jello is the heck of a shooter. Right. Boom, 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 boom. Now, Melo learns from both of them. So, Melo is the only one in my family that can play the one or the two. Jello can't play the one because as soon as he pass half court, he think he open and he love to shoot. So, he ain't going to get nobody involved. Lonzo can't really play the two on the fact that you were passing the ball in the corner where he's supposed to take a three. He's looking for the cutter, and that's too long. He ain't supposed to look for no cutter. Melo can flip from playing the one out of necessity, passing the ball, to flipping over two to try to score 100 points on his own. That's when we played. Lonzo caught a lot of lobs from Melo when he was little. But then Melo said, okay, Lonzo out the way. Hey, they want me to play point. He plays point out of necessity. He loves to score. But a lot of people don't see him on that. Melo can score the heck out of that ball. But he's the only one who can flip his mindset to play the one or the two. Where my other... Okay, this is where I'm going now. You heard that. And we all have to agree with LeVar. If you say you don't agree, that's your business. But this is my show. I'm going to put my show card. <laughs> but watch this. We hear Mitch Kupchak the other day make this statement. This is how LeAngelo got into the summer program. Forget Jordan. Forget all the rest of that stuff. Forget Mitch. Forget Barejo. You're entitled to your opinion, but it has nothing to do with that. It has something to do with a narrative that was written while these boys were in high school. And all it took was one for one of those kids to make it to where they needed to be to pull the other along with him. You always saw Leangelo and LaMelo together. It was bound to happen. But there had to be bumps and distractions in the road for things to come into fruition. And now you're seeing it. Whether he ever plays a game in the NBA or not, he LaMelo did what Lonzo was not able to do. That's why what LeVar said is based on facts. So we hear Mitch Kupchak say the other day, we allow our star players to come into the gym basically and do whatever they want to do, when they want to do it, how they want to do it. Because he is our future and he's still under a rookie contract and so many teams want him. What do you need, LaMelo? I want my brother to play on the team. At least give him a shot. Do you think they said no with one year and or two years left on his contract? Do you think they were going to tell him no? He is one of the largest marketing entities in the NBA without playing a game and without their money. 
You don't think they know that? That's why Mike said, man, let me see what he really got. Buy this $10 million mansion next door to me. Hmm. Not just that. A company that Michael Jordan invested in, LaMelo Ball, is also an investor in those headphones. So they know who he is and what he is and what LaVar produced. So if you think it's something else outside of this young boy right here being the king in the city that he plays in, and that's the Charlotte Hornets to where everyone now has to bow down. Old media, I hope he gives no more of you interviews. But watch this. Now, if he comes out and dominates this year, who dominates, 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 dominate? If he comes out and dominates this year, you've seen nothing yet. Hey, you've been on with Big J. And you know what time it is. If you have not subscribed, now is your opportunity. Go up and hit that red subscribe button. Also, come back down after you hit that button and do us a favor. Hit that bell so you'll be notified when we upload content. Also, go down and smash that like button and leave a comment. Don't forget about our podcast. This will be posted there very soon. Go over to our podcast and hit follow. All you have to do is Google Big J, let's talk. And you know what I'm going to say right now. Be the best and the best you will become. Yay, yay. Yeah, yeah.